At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a new week here on the big show, VSUN Tonight, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans at the Circuit Book, downtown Vegas. Quiet night in sports, Wes Reynolds. We've got a little college hoops, some NBA, and uh, not much else. How was your weekend? I guess solid. Uh, solid. Uh, would have rather been better in the uh, contest, but otherwise uh, a solid weekend. I know you had a lot of action. High-volume player, and it looked like you had a pretty good weekend. From a personal standpoint, do anything exciting? Not really. No. How about you? Yeah, I had some, you know, it was a pretty good weekend. No stories I want to tell on uh, <laughs> TV or radio tonight, but uh, it was okay. Pretty good weekend. Did you get in any uh, squabbles or anything with any friends or coworkers? Yeah, or anything you, notable? You know me, Matt. Uh, if I don't find trouble, trouble finds me. Wes, uh, let's start in college hoops tonight. And uh, we're going to talk plenty about the Circuit College Hoops Challenge college basketball in general, and the, the hot topics in that sport tonight, and also hit on the NBA. But I do want to start with the um, college basketball game in North Carolina. The Tar Heels tonight closed 14.5-point favorites at DraftKings. How about R.J. Davis? I said if, if there's a guard who can carry a team in the tournament, and a lot of times guards can do that, uh, stay hot, carry a team for four games to get to the Final Four or whatever, R.J. Davis is that type of player. Tonight he hits seven threes, 42 points. That's a Dean Dome record. But Carolina almost blew the game. Up 13 points late. Barely held on to win 75-71 against a Miami team that was without a couple of key players. Yeah, without two starters, uh, Wuga Poplar and Nigel Pack. Uh, Miami, of course, uh, loses to Georgia Tech over the weekend. They lose tonight 75-71, get inside the number. But good effort, uh, uh, though, nevertheless, for the Hurricanes. But obviously this season... If, if you're to pinpoint, okay, who are the most disappointing teams in college basketball, they'd certainly be near the top of the list. Final four uh, team loses one starter, Isaiah Wong, granted, you know, ACC player of the year guy. But still, you have four starters back. Uh, this, by the way, it went up a little bit to 14 and a half, some 15s out there as well. And Miami, 
pretty much within the number uh, throughout and, uh, you know, hung with North Carolina. But what a disappointing season it has been for them. Now, do they get right for the ACC tournament? I kind of doubt it, but you never know. Uh, but North Carolina, look, gets the win. And, you know, sometimes you got to grind some of these out where you don't have your best. And it is R.J. Davis that carried them with the uh, 42, as you mentioned. So now Carolina's won three in a row. They are currently 14-3 and three in the ACC. They have a one-and-a-half game lead over Duke and already has beat, have beaten them once head-to-head. Now they got to go to Cameron final Saturday of the regular season. But homestand for Carolina right now. NC State coming in on Saturday, then Notre Dame next Tuesday, and then they go to Duke. So... They are very much in the driver's seat in the ACC. Also tonight, short card in college hoops, but kind of a wild night, uh, even though it's only uh, five games on the main card. How about Kansas State, a 25-point lead tonight against a, a bad West Virginia team? If for some reason you laid the big money line price on K-State, you might have seen your financial life flash before your eyes as that lead disappeared. And the game went to overtime, and K-State held on to win but didn't cover 94-90 as a a 9.5-point favorite. How do the Wildcats blow a 25-point lead at home against West Virginia? Now, I'm trying to figure that out, and I'm also trying to figure out how this team ends up in overtime so much. Uh, By the way, Jerome Tang. Yes, Jerome Tang, by the way, not yet through two full seasons uh, yet in uh, Manhattan with Kansas State as their head coach. 12-0 12-0 and in overtime, 7-0 and this year. I believe that is an all-time NCAA Division I record uh, that was set tonight. Uh, beat uh, Oral Roberts, North Alabama, Villanova, Baylor, Kansas, and uh, and now West Virginia, and also Providence on a neutral side. So 6-0 and at home in OT, and then beat Providence uh, in the Bahamas in OT. So 7-0 and are the Kansas State Wildcats. They definitely needed that win. I still think maybe they're on the outside looking in, but they're at least a little bit closer closer to the bubble than they certainly were. Uh, they'll have uh, road games, though, at Cincinnati and at Kansas and then Iowa State in the Octagon of Doom in the season finale. Not that it's uh, center of attention tonight, but how about this North Carolina-Wilmington-Campbell game? The Camels, uh, nine-point home underdogs. Right now it's in the second overtime, and the Camels lead 99 99- 98. I love that little gym, by the way. Yes. With a big inflatable camel at mm-hmm. the end of it. Mm-hmm. And um, right now, Campbell Camels and, and uh, threatening to pull the upset. Up one with two minutes to go in the second overtime, catching nine. And, uh, you know, it's if this were two high-profile teams, I think people would be going, wow, what a game. Yeah. Not that many people are watching it. 99-98 right now. Wes, I bet – I didn't even bet beer. I can't say I bet beer and pizza money on this because beer money can be a lot. I bet a little pizza money on Baylor. I was so irritated with Baylor after Saturday in the game against Houston. I didn't want to put out the play. I didn't want to bet much on it, but I thought, man, this is a great spot for Baylor. Off that loss in Waco, TCU off a win. You got a th- you got a ranked team that's a three-point road dog. Uh, the favorite was popular today. There are a lot of signs pointing to Baylor, so just bet a little bit on it. It's one of those, that V-CIN store t-shirt, don't be an idiot or whatever, bet more on it. Should yes. bet more on this because a rocking chair game tonight, if you laid it with, or if you took the three with the Bears here at Circuit right before tip, it went to TCU minus three. And right now Baylor leads 59 to 41 with five minutes to go.
Yeah, and uh, uh, Baylor, I believe we have a television timeout, so up 17 late. And uh, I'm on the Bears as well. That was uh, a part of our uh, the, the morning bets that we'll do at the end of the show tonight where we will lay that out uh, uh, for podcast listeners in the morning. So did have Baylor. I understand people like to play TCU in this spot because it's the unranked favorite over against the ranked underdog. Baylor off that tough uh, loss to Houston. Now, they got down early, but they probably should have won it in regulation. If uh, Eve Missy, uh, the uh, diaper dandy uh, freshman center, does not miss the foul shot at the end. Don't even talk. I don't want to rehash that game. And then, uh, yeah, and then Jamal. Yeah, that was a tough beat uh, for a lot of people, taking two and a half. Uh, and uh, I had the under, so I was I was wrong on that game anyway. But Jamal Shedd hits the three, and off Houston went. Uh, but uh, nice rebound, at least, for the uh, Bears tonight. TCU, by the way, just looking uh, inside the numbers in the box score. Three of 16 from three tonight. Started one for 13, yes. so they got hot. Yeah, so two or three, man. They're on a roll here. Look out, Baylor. But, yeah, Baylor up 60-43 uh, uh, to 43 with 410 left to go. Have uh, have uh, pretty much controlled the game on the glass. Langston Love, that six-man, is uh, still out for the Baylor Bears. But uh, good rebound for this team tonight is uh, we're getting down uh, uh, to the nitty-gritty here in the Big 12 and seeing who's going to who's gonna make the dance and who's going to play themselves out and who's going to uh, – uh, win that conference, best conference in America, I think, by most power ratings. Houston, by the way, up top by one game over Iowa State. Kansas all alone in third. Baylor trying to get all alone in fourth tonight. I just will mention the whole board because of the fifth game, the Drexel Dragons, two and a half point dogs at Delaware, and Drexel gets a win 70 to 60. In the association tonight, four games. Wes will start in your hometown, Indianapolis, where it's uh, not a happy ending for the Pacers. They close five and a half point favorites. The total was 246, and it goes over, and the Raptors get to win 130-122. to 122. Pacers on a back-to-back tonight. And, uh, they trounced Dallas yesterday, but uh, they, get the, they get the wrong end of it tonight, 130-122. Uh, Scotty Barnes, uh, the all-star for the Raptors with a triple-double. R.J. Barrett with 24. Grady Dick, 18 off the bench. Still a really good shooter, uh, as uh, we saw tonight. Uh, Matherin led the Pacers with 34. Tyrese Halliburton only nine points tonight, and, uh, you know, Played his full minutes, not 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 on the minutes restriction necessarily, but had an awful shooting night tonight. I think he was uh, two of eleven and one of six for three. So uh, blue and gold. Uh, uh, Toronto gets the uh, revenge on the other end uh, since uh, Pascal Siakam uh, was traded. Siakam, by the way, had twenty-seven uh, for his part tonight. We're gonna save the Pistons next game because Monty Williams had some heated comments about the officials. At the end of this game. I actually watched the end of this game, so I think I know what he's referring to. Yeah, we're going to talk about that one in the next segment. Brooklyn tonight, a two-point favorite at Memphis. The Nets uh, win and cover easily 111-86. to And we have one game in action right now, Miami and Sacramento in the heat. Seven-and-a-half-point dogs up 65-62 at half. Do we have a uh, halftime number? Kings minus six uh, for the second half, and then uh, 108 and a half on the total. Kings, of course, uh, got a win against the uh, Paul Georges Clippers last night, uh, 65-62. Bam with 17 to lead Miami. Haywood Highsmith with 15, and then uh, Keegan Murray with 15 uh, for the Sacramento Kings. All right, we've got a uh, long guest list on tonight's show. It includes Bruce Marshall. CBS Sportsline Vegas Insider Handicapper at 10.30 p.m. Pacific, and that's it. That's all we got. That's all we need is Bruce Marshall. That's all you need when you got Bruce Marshall. And uh, we're going to break down the Tuesday College Hoops card 
uh, with Bruce in the final hour tonight, and we're going to do plenty of that in the second hour tonight too, as well as look back a little bit on Saturday. I always think that, um, you know, you can learn from history in your handicapping, and you, you you can apply it to future games. Wes, there was a lot that happened Saturday that I think we can learn from as we look ahead to the week in college basketball. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. One of those teams that put up the most impressive victory on Sunday, I would say, is Kentucky. And uh, that team's going to be in action tomorrow. So we're going to preview that uh, later in the show, too, because I think that's a fascinating situation setting up with uh, Kentucky in that SEC game tomorrow. And we also had controversy on the court in Wake, where a Duke player was injured after a storm the court incident. And Jay Bellis had one of the strangest opinions you're ever going to hear about court storming. The hot takes have been a flowing on uh, on the uh, Wake Forest uh, Duke ending that we saw on Saturday. Wake Forest, by the way, big win. Uh, really finally got a marquee signature win for their at-large hopes. So Jay Bellis you're going to hear from next on the show after we take a break because we're going to talk about court storming and uh, the fallout from the Duke-Wake game in which uh, Wake won. And for some reason, the fans stormed the court despite their team being the favorite. They, 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 they don't check their apps uh, down in North Carolina. Quick break. Back here in a couple minutes. More college hoops on VSIN tonight. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. Put the VSEN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSEN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSEN Pro annual subscription today. Get your first year for only $199. That's $199. Instead of the typical price of $240, use promo code tonight. VSIM Pro access to everything we do for a full year, including our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VSIM expert has the hot hand. Betting splits show you where the money and the bets are moving for all the games. Updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. Betting systems, premium analysis, 24 7 video access. 
The March Madness betting guide coming up with best bets for every game and bracket breakdowns. Remember to use promo code tonight. Get your first year of VEASAN Pro Access for $199. Sign up today, vsun.com slash subscribe. Wes, if you uh, jumped on the VEASAN Pro page today, I don't know if you do that because you don't seem to pay attention to it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I might have it bookmarked. But the VEASAN Pro page today shows the top VEASAN experts from the last seven days. How about Tim Murray? Red hot. Tim, is, Tim is on a hot streak, man, in college basketball. He's been killing it. Good yeah. job, Tim. 77% for Tim Murray. 10-3. and three. Uh, Dustin Sweetelson on a good stretch here. Will Hill. Gil Alexander. Chris Macero. And there at the tops, Wes Reynolds. 186 plays. High volume player, 102, 82, and two pushes. It's a lot, of, a lot of golf too. A lot of golf placements and uh, uh, futures and all that stuff. But uh, uh, Visa and tonight at the top. Uh, so, uh, the, what, what's that song uh, from uh, the rapper of the game? This is how we do, and that's how yeah, we do. I don't remember that song, but I'll take your word. Or for uh, it. Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. I'm kind of buzzing. It's all because this is how we do it, and this is how Visa and tonight do it. Look at that. You've got 186 plays in the last seven days. I've got 27. I'm about 16 and 11 plus 779. And I'm in second place. You're in first. Man, that's a lot of plays, Wes. You yeah. must be putting in a lot of live bets. I, I, bets. I do. I do on on the weekends. I do do a lot of uh, a lot of second halves. Uh, so and uh, you know sometimes that'll save me, and and sometimes it can bury you, but. Uh, Look, uh, uh, that's the good. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get to the ugly. We'll skip the bad and go right to the ugly uh, for the uh, for the college hoops challenge later in the program. Yeah, we're going to so. talk about the uh, V or the circa so college we'll, hoops challenge. We'll, we'll bury Horowitz and pat ourselves on the back here, and then we will shame ourselves unmercifully later in the show. Well, you know, I'm going to talk about the format for the circa college hoops challenge as well because we're getting a lot of questions about why aren't you having a contest this week? Well. I'm going to give you the full answer why we're not having a contest. You're going to get the skinny. You'll get the lowdown later in the program. This was planned a long time ago, so I I will explain it. But anyway, props to David Deneen, who is, uh, say, 14-6 and right now. On top of the standings, go to vcin.com slash challenge. You can see the uh, Circuit College Hoops standings and plays. David Deneen, former Cal Poly uh, basketball player in – Handicapper lives in Reno at the top, and uh, Dave right now doing a lot to prop up the credibility of the contest. Deneen has been at the top of the class uh, uh, so far and really throughout, so uh, great job by David. Dave, David Deneen, 14-6. and six. You see the standings right there on the screen. We're going to talk more about this later in the show, so we'll get back to it. Uh, but I did want to give David Deneen props while we were talking about our recent uh, pro records and guys who were hot there and Tim Murray. A hot handicapper right now, too. So, anyway, the VSIM Pro annual subscription, first year, $199. And uh, VSIM, use promo code tonight if you take advantage of that. Wes, let's talk about the Wake-Duke game. I know Tim Murray played Wake in the contest on Friday night, and I like the Wake side as well. And uh, Wake, a two-and-a-half-point home favorite. I thought the number was set right. I was actually hoping, you know, it was going to be around a pick 'em game, and that's why I didn't play Wake because I wanted to play that side. But I think the oddsmakers got ahead of it and they made the right. Score. I bet it, but I but I didn't use it in the contest because you know when it when it moves that much and there's so little margin for error. That happened to me with the uh, Kentucky game too, where I had the money line. Obviously, we don't use money lines; we use spreads in this contest. Uh, but uh, you know, got a little nervous about. it. I was like, eh, kind of got kind of got hit a little bit early. So well, it was tight. 
it was a tight cover for Wake, and it came down to uh, the last couple possessions, and the Demon Deacons got the uh, cover. They got to win 83-79, to laying two and a half. Well, what happened after the game's been a bigger story. Even though, you know, I think Wake was the right side. Most of the way, Duke showed up, played well. Kyle Filipowski, Duke's star. I know a lot of people think I hate everything about Duke. That's not true. Now that Coach K's gone, I don't have anything against Duke. Yes. Really. I like Kyle <laughs> Filipowski quite a bit. and He's one of my favorite players in college basketball. I bet, bet him to win uh, player of the year, which he's not going to win because it's going to go to Purdue. Zach Eady, it appears, prohibitive favorite right now. But Filipowski's injured. At the end of the game, when the students storm the court, say fans and students storm the court, and uh, Wes, I got to put a little bit of blame on Kyle Filipowski mm-hmm. here because if you watch the tape over and over again, he stuck his leg out and tried to push the fan. He wasn't trying to get out of the way; he was trying to collide with the fan. Yeah, he wasn't exactly uh, making his way toward the sideline there, or toward the locker room. So. Look, I guess if, 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 you know, these kids and look, I've never been much of a court stormer. I'm not against it, but everybody, we now live in this area where everybody wants their viral moment and every, everything, everybody's life is on their phone now. So you want to be recording them themselves, you know, storming the court uh, all over the country. And, and, and that's what they do. And uh, yeah, Kyle Filipowski didn't look like he was in a rush. Now, you know, I'm not trying to blame him necessarily, but. I, I, I think if this was not Duke and if this was like, uh, I don't know, uh, Jackson State or something that won the SWAC title, oh, that wouldn't have been nobody would give a damn about this. Nobody, Seth Greenberg and all these guys wouldn't be waxing poetic and giving commentary on this stuff. So I couldn't agree more. You know, when a Duke player gets injured, all of a sudden, we got to stop court storming. Yes. We can't have this anymore. Yes. It's been going on forever in college basketball. Hey, I think Purdue has lost in the last three years 11 games on the road mm-hmm. and 10 times the court's been stormed. Yes. Okay, 10 of the 11 losses, the court's been stormed by the opponent's fans. That's a sign that you've made it a little bit as a program. Yeah, I think. it is, but it's also there's never there's never been an incident. Right. No, no players injured, no right. fights, no nothing. Yeah, Kaylin Clark, if you remember, I think it was Ohio State that, that rushed the court when they beat Iowa, and she, you know, got hit, but she didn't say nothing. She just kept on going. Well, I would say 95-plus percent of the time, nothing happens. We say, well, that one time something happens, that's enough to shut it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, we got more to say about this, but let's hear Jay Billis' perspective on it first. The former Duke player, ESPN ESPN analyst, talking about what to do to prevent court storming. And But the truth is, nothing's going to change now. We're going to talk about it, and it's going to go away, and nothing's going to change. And if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. Uh, the, the, the administrators will tell you that uh, security experts tell them that it's not, it's not a good idea to try to stop the court storming, that that could cause more problems than it would solve. But you don't have to stop the court storming. One time, all you have to do is once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just, just say you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court stormings will stop the next day. Um, There's no accountability for this. The fans feel like it's an entitlement, and the universities like it, and the truth is we like it. I don't have a list of the dumbest things Jay Billis has ever said, but I'm going to guess it's near the top. Jay Billis, uh, by by the way, is an attorney by trade, if you you did not know, also is a lead college basketball broadcaster for ESPN. 
However, you know, I was just thinking about this when I watched that clip this morning. And I'm just having a flashback, uh, Matt. We're not going to play uh, uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon here. But it was just making me flashback to Kevin Bacon and uh, the uh, Faber College homecoming parade in Animal House when everybody's rushing the streets and goes, remain calm, all is well. That's what it's going to be if you're going to try to stop these kids. If you look, by the way, at a lot of these staffs, you know, a lot of these security and event staffs and whatnot, a lot of them are older people that, you know, just like to be around the game and be around basketball, you know, and they're not going to stop these kids from, yeah. from storming the court. They don't exactly have Junior and Dewan and Derek Stevens' bodyguards. Out no, there no, they do not. And, 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 the and they're not, yeah. you know, these arenas are not necessarily, you know, overrun with police department yeah, you either. Got, you have a few. It, also, Wes, you got, a, you know, roughly 500 to 1,000 you know, fans and students are storming the court, and you got like 20 security. Exactly. What What are these guys? Because I remember at Indiana basketball, and God bless them, they were all great people, but these were all like 50 and 60 and 70-year-old guys and, and, and some elder ladies as well. They're not going to do stop these kids. Well, what's you know what? Do? What are you going to do? Well, first of all, I don't think you need to stop court storming. That's part of the fun of college. Yeah, exactly. College sports. Exactly. So I never want to turn into that guy. What you need to do is hold the fans back for at least 15 seconds, whatever you can. To, the teams don't need to go through a handshake line. Yeah, the Clear teams. the court. Get the players off the court this is ASAP. What, what, and what was if they it? want to storm the court, that's fine. But get the players off the court Yeah, this is what John Shire and his staff also has a little bit of accountability, too. You've got to get your players into safety like, okay, we know what's going to happen here. Because you, you can see the kids coming down from the stands. So why are your players standing out in the middle of the floor? Right? Yes. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball is back. What better way to hit off the grapefruit and cactus leagues than with VSIN's free MLB betting primer? We'll tell you how to bet on spring training and continue all season long with our VSIN experts World Series Futures Analysis. The free MLB betting primer has basic betting advice for baseball. If you're new, especially if you're new to betting it, and a breakdown on how to use sabermetrics for more data-driven bettors to make this your best season yet. Bet the MLB smarter this year. Download the free MLB betting primer now for free. vsin.com slash guide. vsin.com slash guide. There you can see Shohei Otani, uh, the front man there on the uh, baseball betting primer. I believe he's supposed to make his uh, spring training debut tomorrow. And no doubt about it, the Dodgers made a big debut last week. Did you see that? I did not. The Dodgers put referring? up like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say something's wrong, but I thought they had like ten runs in the first inning of their first spring training game. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Their offense was off the hook. The Westgate Superbook put this up, and Will Hill and I talked about this on the Friday night show. Will the Dodgers have the most wins in MLB this season? Dodgers to have the most wins, yes, is plus one fifty. Now, the two teams, Wes, it would be their, I think, primary competition for that would be the Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. and would Astros. You Houston Astros, probably, right? Yes. <clears throat> what do you think of the Dodgers plus 150 to have the most wins? Uh, 
I don't know if I necessarily want to bet against it uh, because of, uh, look, just how how deep this team is. Uh, obviously, when you could put uh, Betts, Otani, Freeman, one, two, three, or hell, whatever order they want to do it, that's <laughs> nothing can compete with that in terms of the top, top three in the order. Top but to bottom, that uh, lineup's going to be tough to find but out. But what's the staff, uh, you know, how is that going to shake out? If the, if there, if there's going to be any injuries, obviously they, they made the uh, acquisition for, uh, for Tyler glass. Now, uh, Kershaw Walker Bueller, when, when, when he, he makes Kershaw's going to be back till at least July. I don't believe so either. Uh, so August. So, so Bobby Miller, they got a lot of arms down there and the Dodgers have a lot of arms in that rotation, the bullpen. They're just hoping that enough of them hold up. Yeah. Bobby Miller. Will he be asked to step up? Obviously glass now, uh, Bueller, they signed, of course, Yamamoto, uh, pretty deep in the middle relief. They've got some guys that can make, you know, part-time starts like 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 they did last year with the Michael Groves and the Emmett Sheehan's and and those guys uh Ryan Pepia by the way was part of that trade back right. to Tampa Bay for Tyler Yamamoto Glass. yeah Yamamoto he's okay. gonna make his uh, spring training debut tomorrow he signed for 325 million he did uh, uh the uh the uh, gold medalist for Team Japan and uh just 25 years old the uh a uh, young right-hander from Okinawa, or Okayama, I should say. We're going to talk uh, plenty more baseball betting. I was speaking with uh, former Cincinnati Reds GM Wayne Krivsky today, so uh, he's going to be coming back on the show So soon. we're going to be bringing back some Wayne's World here That's on right, VSIN tonight. We're going to talk a lot of baseball betting in Wayne's World. Uh, Wes, let's get to some uh, hoop scores, update what's happened tonight. And uh, Baylor finishes off TCU. Bears closed two-and-a-half-point underdogs at DraftKings 3 here at Circa. And they win the game 62-54. to 54. That stays way under the total of 146.5. Yeah, good good, good rebound uh, uh, from Baylor. And, uh, you know, this was a doubt. Uh, you know, really, it was 32-31 early on in the half. And then I think they went on like an 18-2 run and put it away. So uh, uh, the Baylor Bears do hold on for victory. Campbell Camels. Get it done, Wes. This was a hell of a game. The Camels were nine-point home underdogs tonight, and they take down NC Wilmington 105-100 to in double overtime. They do. So, uh, fortunately for uh, dog betters, they were not put in the camel clutch and not made humble. So, uh, uh, good win for the Camels. Uh, and that's always when you got the dog, man, in overtime, and then you got to sweat two of them. That is just brutal. But uh, uh, Campbell Camels get the cash. Uh, uh, Matt, I do got to update one game, though. I am feverishly checking the score because apparently – there is no ESPN Plus stream for this game. There's one team left in uh, Division I college basketball that has yet to win a ball game this year. They are currently 362 out of 362 in Ken Palm, and that is the Delta Devils from Itabina, Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State. And they were getting, I believe, uh, what was eight that? Yeah, yeah, eight and a half, uh, some nines out there as well. And they are currently leading Prairie View A&M at home, 54 to 51. I'm even looking at the game cast, and it's like data is currently unavailable. Uh, I mean, they must not have very good internet down in uh, in Itabina, Mississippi. But nevertheless, they may have their first win of the season. So the Delta Devils, because remember, Detroit got off to Schneid. Detroit Mercy and Mike Davis a couple weeks ago. So uh, uh, I am keeping my eyes peeled on this. Unfortunately, we don't we don't have a stream. I don't think there's one available. Certainly one I can't find. But the Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils about a few Hopefully seconds away from a win. 
get the win. I don't I don't like to see a team go 0-31 or 0-32 or whatever. Uh, Mississippi Valley State, my score is frozen here, up three in the final minute. Look at by the, by the way, really quickly, look at the schedule they played. On the road, they played all road games like a lot of these SWAC schools do to make budget. And obviously for recruiting purposes, like, hey, we get to go play in the great arenas and the great programs in the country. LSU, Oklahoma, UConn, TCU, Santa Clara, Cal State, Norfolk, Pacific, who they lost to by three in overtime. Pacific is way down this year. Uh, North Texas, Liberty, Gonzaga, Tulsa, Baylor, San Francisco. Oh, and 13, obviously, in uh, all those non-conference games. And uh, looking to get off the schneid, uh, uh, 20, 0 and 27, 0 and 14 right now in the SWAC are the Delta Devils. All right, to the association, that's enough of college hoops, and we're going to save all the previews of the Tuesday card for the final hour tonight. And uh, got a lot to preview coming up, college hoops, and also recap some of the biggest stuff from the weekend. And the NBA tonight, uh, right now we've got a game in progress, Miami Heat on top of the Kings. Heat catching seven and a half and up seven late third quarter. Yeah, uh, uh, Sacramento, by the way, uh, off a back-to-back last night. Uh, easy win over the Clippers, granted no Paul George in the lineup. But Heat kind, heat kind of a tough matchup uh, for the Kings. Bam Adebayo, 21 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. Jaime Yaquez with 15. Co- uh, uh, Cody Martin, uh, or Caleb Martin, rather, who's been back from injury, 14. Kevin Love with 15. So, Balance scoring all around. It is 93-81, to 2.15 left to go in the third quarter. So, uh, you know, Heat are one of those teams. Uh, Dave Ross and I, by the way, were looking at this on the look ahead and saying, okay, what are these teams to win the East? Because I think, I think Ryan Hollins, the former nba was on with Dave on Saturday night and said, hey, I think the Celtics are a lock to win the East. And I don't know if I'd say lock. They're, oh, you can't say they're, lock. they're almost odds on. They're plus 110. However, you're, you're one injury away from yeah, have, it, having to recant a lock. No, 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 no I'm, I'm absolutely with you. But uh, I was looking at the East uh, 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 pairings there and, you know, odds to win the East. Either like plus 950. I think they're like the fourth choice. I was like, eh, that looks a little bit. They're getting the benefit of the doubt because of Coach Spo And look, they made the finals as an eight seed last year. But, uh, you know, the Heat, 93 to 81, uh, minus seven and a half, 238 and a half, the current live play total. Of course, we know that uh, 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 Jimmy Butler uh, on suspension for a couple games for the uh, incident, I think, with the Pelicans on Friday night. How about last night in the association? Depending on what number you used on one of the totals, unders in the NBA on Sunday went 11-0 or 10-0-1. Wes, tonight the first game on the board flew over. Raptors and Pacers landed 252. Total was 246 at DraftKings. But the uh, the Pistons-Knicks game stayed under the total by a point. The Nets-Grizzlies game stayed under. And uh, I think this Heat-Kings game's trending over, I would say, at this point. But... Probably two and two on the overs and unders tonight. It's the way it's looking. How about yesterday, though? Unders were the way to go in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, without question. Sometimes you get those, man, where it's an over day and an under day. And, uh, you know, these teams now, a week back from All-Star break, now they're getting the more back-to-backs and getting kind of accustomed uh, uh, to the schedule again because, look, they were off for virtually a week except for the teams that played uh, uh, the Thursday before the All-Star break because they didn't come back until that big slate on Thursday night, bigger slate than usual that we get. We usually only get like three games, two of them being a TNT doubleheader. But, uh, yeah, sometimes you get those uh, anomalies there, and then it's like, why didn't I bet all these? And it's like, because I don't bet a lot of sides and totals in the NBA. The last game of the night, 
Ed stayed under. That was the uh, Kings 123-107 over the Clippers. Good win for the Kings, who are uh, right now on the wrong end of it tonight. But what did you make of the Clippers' loss at home on Sunday night? Uh, I mean, look, they they were without Paul George, uh, of, of course. That makes a difference. But the Kings did take it to him. Clippers, of course, uh, who a lot of people are giving the benefit of the doubt right now, Clippers, remember, they went to Oklahoma City, first game out of the break, and Oklahoma City took it to them. And the Clippers had everybody available, Kawhi, Paul George, uh, Harden, Westbrook, like the whole gang. And they got it taken to them. So, you know, the Clippers have been the hottest team I know since December. But now all of a sudden you're getting to the nitty-gritty and all these games, I don't want to be overly cliche saying that, but all these games matter as you're getting into the playoffs and you're seeing some of these teams play with more of an edge. You saw couple couple incidents a uh, couple fracases over the weekend these guys you know the competitive juices are flowing and all these games are mattering because everybody's jockeying for position so minnesota and oklahoma, and oklahoma city don't want to give up that one seat of the clippers monty williams coach of the pistons is ticked off about something to happen tonight we're going to talk about that lebron is upset with the officials not calling enough fouls <laughs> Even if you hate the NBA, stick around because we're going to talk plenty of college hoops on the other side, too. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook new players can deposit five dollars and get a no-sweat bet up to a thousand in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up. This is sports betting partner of the NBA. Promo code VSIN. All right, let's talk a little NBA here. Okay. I do want to update a score we were monitoring. Uh, uh, the Delta Devils are no longer winless. They are now one and twenty-seven. They beat uh, uh, their they beat their opponent. Uh, gosh, I forget who they played. Uh, Prairie View A and M uh, tonight, fifty-seven to fifty-one. And uh, uh, there was there was a little court storm in Itabina, Mississippi. 
tonight. Did, uh, did Nobody they, got hurt. Did they write citations to all the students? No, arrest? no, no. Did no, they arrest no. the students? Yeah, no, huh? no, no. Nobody was cited. Nobody no, was no. arrested? Yeah, no, nobody, I don't believe, was arrested based on the... Based on the video I'm watching, I believe stop court I, I, I believe everybody is safe, sound, and accounted for down in uh, Itabina, Mississippi. Mississippi Valley State, for those uh, who forgot the bet number, 306-652. Yes. That's on your extra board. Yeah, plus, uh, plus nine uh, on the uh, spread tonight. I'm seeing who offered a money line. In fact, DraftKings plus 370 if you uh, took the Delta Devils outright. And if you did, you were a very, very brave soul. I commend you for uh, yeah. for laying them on the table, shall we that say. That would be nice, yeah. Plus 360 here at Circa. There's a money line on Mississippi Valley State. All right, we're going to talk uh, plenty more college hoops. Got a big card on Tuesday. Wes, I got a, the, the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday cards been really good in college hoops. We got two more weeks of the regular season before we – Get into uh, the conference tournaments. So we got two full weeks here uh, for the most part. Actually, going to start some conference tournaments next week, right? Mm-hmm. Smaller conferences. Yes. Yeah, because we're starting to get to senior days. I think we've already had a couple of them uh, across the country, but a lot of a lot of those uh, middle, lower major conferences are uh, going to be starting to get senior nights and senior days uh, going through this. Uh, there was one that actually benefited me yesterday. I didn't take the full game. I only took the first half. It was Colgate Senior Day. We'd been in the NCAA tournament every year. Patriot League champion, and I believe they ended up losing outright. They did uh, certainly not cover the first half, but yeah, these senior days, you know, everybody kind of looks at it, oh, you're pumped up, you're pumped up, right? Maybe you're a little too amped up, and, uh, and it, it's a melon. We'll, we'll go through this, and I'll be a broken record on this. It's a distraction. It's a melancholy day, especially if you've been in a successful program. A lot of times you have the senior day festivities right before the game. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. In fact, I'm looking to fade that a lot of times because the, the home team, the senior, it's a big distraction before the yeah. game. And the, these guys aren't thinking about the game right away. In fact, you might want to look at a first half angle in situations mm-hmm. like that, play the visitor in the first half because the senior day, I've, I've seen, I've watched this for years and years, Wes. It's a negative more often than not for the home team. And even if the ceremonies are after and the festivities are after the game, you still see in your parents, you know, you've already had to see them. Hey, they, hey, they're in town. When are we coming in and all that stuff? And, uh, yeah, it absolutely. Uh, a, lot, a lot of things going on uh, that day, a lot of moving parts. I remember a UNLV game I was covering, and uh, they had the senior day festivities right before the game. And, you know, some of the parents and players are crying, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. hugging out there. And then they start the game, and the opponent's up 10 nothing. Right before you know it, the coach calls timeout. Yeah. They yep. weren't ready to play. Not ready to play. It's just a big distraction. Anyway, rewind to Sunday in the association. You know, Wes, I'm not sympathetic very often to uh, guys like LeBron James, but, you know, I feel pretty bad for him. I was having trouble sleeping last night thinking about the result (laughs) of the Lakers-Suns game. Uh, This is one of the games that obviously stayed under the total yesterday. 123-113, Suns over the Lakers. And one reason it did not get over the total is you didn't have a lot of free throw attempts in the game. The Lakers were four for eight from the line. The uh, Suns were 18 for 19. But as LeBron and Anthony Davis, and they said after the game, the Lake Darvin Ham was upset. You know, there were several occasions where Lakers players were hit, and they just didn't call fouls. And the Lakers can't figure out why that the, the officials are so biased against them and won't send them to the free throw line because they don't shoot a lot of threes, LeBron said. You know, we're attackers. We drive to the rim. I checked the box. Wes, they shot 35 threes yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
Now, LeBron was one for four from the free throw line. <laughs> and he spent the entire postgame complaining about how he didn't go to the free throw line enough and there weren't enough fouls called to send the Lakers to the line. Well, uh, uh, sorry, I'm not going to cry for these guys. Look, yesterday uh, your defense wasn't it wasn't good enough uh, against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, so, you know, that happens. You know, when you see like a lopsided foul shot total, and look, I'm guilty of this. Everybody else is guilty of it as well. You're always kind of thinking, oh, man, we got homered here. We didn't get any foul calls. Sometimes they're fouls. Sometimes you foul more than the other team, and, and that happens. You're right. And there's a lot of times fans think that free throws and fouls need to be somewhat even for both teams. No. That's not the case. If one team is more aggressive in drawing mm-hmm. fouls, the officials got to call it a certain way. Lakers are putting up a lot of three-point attempts yesterday. And here's another thing. If you're going to cry about not getting more free-throw attempts, at least make them when you go to the line. Oh, yeah. Don't shoot one for four from the free-throw line and cry that you didn't get more attempts. How about do what Kevin Durant and Devin Booker did yesterday and take care of business. Durant was six for six at the line, and Booker was four for four. Yeah, and and those guys didn't have very good shooting nights. Booker Booker actually was getting doubled a lot yesterday, trying to get the uh, ball out of his hands because he's kind of running as the ex-official point guard. Uh, no Brad Beal, no Eric Gordon yesterday uh, for the uh, Phoenix Suns. So all five starters in double figures. Uh, bowl bowl with eleven off the bench as well as the Suns get the ten point victory over the Lakers yesterday. Quick update of uh, where we are. In the Heat-Kings game, Miami up 103-86. So the Kings playing a back-to-back, Wes. And from a handicapping perspective, after the Kings win last night against the Clippers, I guess it's easy to say this in hindsight. I didn't handicap it beforehand, but it makes a lot of sense that the Kings are getting beat tonight. Yeah, uh, and, and right now uh, Miami, 942 left to go, 13 half, 231.5. I got a late prop, actually, in action here, and I'm going to sweat out a little bit. Uh, uh, took Sabonis under 20.5 points a day simply because this is a tough matchup because Bam Adebayo is a really good defender. And, you know, doesn't give up a lot. So sometimes with these guys that are good defenders, you know, you can go against them on points. So uh, we shall see how that works. Bam, by the way, back in the game right now, he has 21, as does Jaime Yaquez. So uh, uh, looks looking like this is going to be a good win for the Heat. Well, the Pistons almost stole one on the road tonight. In fact, the, the end result was they felt like one was stolen from them. The Pistons were 11-point underdogs at the Garden against the Knicks. And the Knicks escaped 113-111. Jalen Brunson missed a three-pointer, got the ball back, dished it off to Josh Hart for the go-ahead basket. In between, there was a missed foul and a chaotic, controversial possession. And Pistons coach Monty Williams is upset. Here's Monty Williams' postgame. Where's the New York media now? The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game, period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me, what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long, and enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big-time game like that and there be a no-call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called. 
period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game. And that was not fair. I'm done. All right. He made the most of his one minute there. I yes. like that rant. Uh, you know, it's probably true, Wes. The Pistons are 8 and 50, but if they had a few calls go their way, they could be 50 and 8. <laughs> well, I mean, look, to be fair, like when, when you're a bad team, you're, you're, you're not going to get uh, respect. Maybe there is something to that. However, I was, and by also, the way. also, I think you're always concerned about the bias in favor of the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I don't know if uh, Nick Bavetta, as they used to call him, Dick Bavetta, former official who's uh, pretty helpful to the Knicks over the years. But anyway. I like Monty Williams' rant there. I, li- I, I like his rant and the fact that he called out the officials. And for, I did uh, watch the end of this game, by the way. So I did see this sequence. Uh, uh, Pistons were up one. Brunson misses a three. Pistons get the rebound. There were three loose balls and steals on this play. Josh Hart got it. And then Asar Thompson got it from DiVincenzo. And what he was talking about with Asar, Brunson did kind of, it was right at midcourt on the sideline, camera side. And uh, Brunson did kind of dive into his legs and went over. And it was like, wait a minute, there's no foul here. And then uh, Brunson dishes it to Hart for the layup. He gets fouled. Misses uh, uh, the first foul shot, and then Hartenstein with the tip out rebound uh, sent him to the line again. So one thirteen to one eleven final score. Pistons get the cover. Knicks get the win. I think Monty Williams would be happy that he got the cover. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to take the small victories uh, up there in the Motor City, at least on the hardwood this year. <sighs> anyway, he was upset. He called out the officials, and I like it. Monty Williams on that rant tonight after the Pistons two point loss. At the Garden. We got a lot of college hoops. We even have some NFL betting to talk about in hour number two and three. Stay tuned to the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play.